0: Classified, yes, three. let us. Cuz our history, guys, we got uh-huh. Eric, Ellie. Who else? We got Brian. Listen, every time you know it's going to be some tribe, Everybody certified as Pocket Rocket. Tell no lies. You really might lose your mind. You only put this in your top. Welcome back to the WFT Declassified Podcast. Everybody listening on audio, shout out to you. Everybody overseas that listens to us, we know there's a lot of you. We appreciate you. Keep checking us out. Tell your friend overseas. Start a little WFT Declassified Cult wherever you are if you like, and uh, make sure you (laughs) you tell all your members about our podcast. Everybody on YouTube watching us, what's happening? How are you? Check this out. We do have a sponsor. It is BetUS. Go to BetUS.com, enter promo code DCLASS11. 11 D-E-C-L-A-S-S-11. 11. It'll get you something nice there. You can register, bet a little money, do what you want. Now, down to business. It is officially draft season. I say that because the NFL scouting combine is underway in Indianapolis. That means quarterbacks are throwing, wide receivers are catching, tight ends are doing all kind of weird drills, and some folks are running fast. A lot of interesting stuff coming out early on in the combine. I tell you what, Kenny Pickett looks like the, one of the most athletic players there. Uh, his, his measurables were off the charts. Uh, we didn't see Malik Willis do a ton early on. And, of course, Matt Corral not participating. Nonetheless, tonight we're going to talk to you about the three phases of pursuing a quarterback. Free agency, trades, and the draft. And we're going to tell you who the Washington football team is quarterback will be at the start of next season in each of those phases so you'll be prepared you'll be armed and you'll be ready to know who's going to start for us this year we're going to start with free agency Eric you up first make your case for the one quarterback that we're going to sign in free agency who is it and why yeah
1: I think free agency wise the one guy we're going to go after and the most likely free agent that we will sign is Mitchell Trubisky Uh, I think that first of all, of the three free agency trades and draft, I think this is the least likely, I think we're going to go all in on a trade. Um, but if we can't trade, I think Mitchell Trubisky and a draft pick is probably going to be the way to go. Trubisky, I'm going to go with over a guy like Jameis Winston, because I, I don't think Trubisky has peaked. I think there's still a lot of untapped potential there. And I could be way off on this because I haven't seen enough of him uh, outside of Chicago, Uh, But I think that the most upside of any free agent in this class is going to be Mitchell Trubisky. Um, He was kind of, you know, everybody knows it was a bad offense and he had the most success with the bad offense uh, in Chicago. He kind of rebuilt his reputation a little bit, even though we didn't see him a lot last year. Um, His coaches in Buffalo all love him. They're all sad to see him go, but they all accept the fact that he's going to do well somewhere else. And I think based on the relationship that uh, Ron Rivera still has with the brass up in uh, Buffalo, he's got really good Intel on these guys. So if uh, Mitchell Trubisky doesn't end up in in New York with uh, Brian Dable, I think it's a very high possibility that he ends up right here in DC with the commanders. Uh, Mitchell Trubisky is my free agent quarterback.
0: I absolutely cannot stand the thought of Mitchell Trubisky being our quarterback. I did say that with a Brian, caveat.
1: I think it's going to be Trubisky in a draft pick, but
0: nah, I yeah, can't. I can't. Let me tell you why. And I know Brian, you got only, I know who story. your guy is. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm gonna get there, but I've Trubisky already told you wise, why I hate your guy. But... <laughs> Here's the deal with Trubisky. Okay. Uh, Number one, you're counting on potential that you have not seen manifested. So if it doesn't work, you're screwed. Number two. There's a saying that when people show you who they are, you have to believe them. Right. We have this 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 principle of reclamation project it does not work. We've tried this for you. That I am absolutely done with that. I'm over it. Give me a guy with pedigree who has actually performed. I don't want Trubisky. Brian, what say you?
2: Uh yeah, so Trubisky, I, I brought it up on uh, one of the uh previous shows. He chose to be a backup. Like if, if you're the guy uh and, and I'm not into these uh stereotypes. I think they're kind of silly, but uh, as a quarterback, you kind of have to be the alpha. You've got to be the dominant personality. You've got to want all the attention and you've got to want all the blame um when that comes down because uh with this position, you're going to get blame and you're going to get uh, a lot of praise as well, too. But for the simple fact that it was just too much. He chose to go be a backup. There were places where he could have started. Hey, you know what? Here, he could have started here. Uh, He chose to go there and sit on the bench tells me he's just ultimately not the guy when the pressure gets too big, he will fold. Um, And also too, he's young enough to where I could see this coaching staff thinking, Hey, we can force him into the guy. We could still try to make him the guy. So I, I don't want that to happen at all. So I, 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 I would pass on Trubisky, and hopefully he goes to the Giants, where his uh, former offensive coordinator is.
0: Can I say this too? There was an opportunity. Oh, we're going to pile Washington on
2: now.
0: Are we a, <laughs> okay? I'm I'm not, yeah, we're piling on today.
2: Can't wait to see what <laughs> there Twitter
0: was says. Opp- <laughs> 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 There was an opportunity for Washington to trade for him last season, and they didn't do it. Even though that rumor was out there in the football universe, they decided they weren't going to do that. So, to me, that means something. I just, man. <laughs> I don't know. I can't tell you how how upset I would be if we had Mitchell Trubisky as our quarterback next year. Just saying. Okay.
1: But you talk about untap. I mean, you say that we haven't seen that potential. I mean, the potential that I saw is that he had moderate success in a Matt Nagy offense that nobody else could have any success in. How many other quarterbacks did zero in that offense? And he at least produced led that team to two playoff appearances. I mean, I think there's potential there. And again, I don't think they were getting the most out of him. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to stick by it and I can't wait to rip your guys apart.
0: <laughs> well, well, Brian, everyone's up gonna next.
2: Oh, everyone's going to love this one. So my free agent quarterback, uh, that I would sign is one Teddy F. Bridgewater. And I would sign him for the mere fact that I know I'm drafting a quarterback, uh, in high in that first round to be my future. And I just need someone to take a couple of bullets in those first few games until my, rookie quarterback of the future is ready, uh, but Teddy Teddy's a limited guy. He's a journeyman quarterback at this point. There's no upside there with him, with the exception of He is a known leader. He is a leader of men. Guys in the locker room gravitate towards him, respect him. He knows how to run NFL offenses, and guess what? He knows how to run this offense here, Um, having uh, experience with Scott Turner um, and having a a uh, pre-established relationship with Scott Turner. And who better to be a mentor, be a bridge, than Teddy Bridgewater? He will be able to show the rookie, hey, Here's how you do things properly. Here's how you be a professional. Here's how you watch film. Um, And guess what? Teddy's been benched millions of times. Uh, He can be a backup and not be a malcontent. So when it's his time to go to the bench, he'll be just fine. The rookie can play, and Teddy will be there to give him notes, help him out whenever uh, need be. And I don't want um, a Mitchell Trubisky, who we could potentially have some type of issue with our future quarterback who's sitting there, hey, we should start Mitchell. This plan, it's simple. It's straightforward. We know what Teddy is. We know what he's for. And there won't be any issues or anything like that. Teddy Bridgewater. If you are not
1: interested in selling tickets next year, ahead, Teddy Eric.
2: Bridgewater is your guy. <laughs> that is the most
1: toast pick. I mean, I don't even hate Teddy. Like, I actually have stumped for Teddy before. Like, I don't hate Teddy. Um, I think he's very reminiscent of like a kind of a poor man's Alex Smith, what Alex Smith gave us, where he just efficient yes. moves the chains, yeah. But, man, you've got a brand-new team. You've got brand-new uniforms. You've got, like, a whole new identity, and you're going to start it with Teddy Bridgewater. Um, I mean, there's just – like you said, there's – you know, with Trubisky, there's at least some potential. Like, you don't know. He could still be good. Like, Bridgewater has peaked, and he's on his way downhill. He's very boring. Um, And you – he is already – everybody wants him to be benched before he starts a game. Like he's basically like, you might as well bring back Fitzpatrick. If you're going to bring in Trubisky, cause everybody knows he's a short timer and just, man, what a, what a boring pick that would be. I don't hate him, but man, oof.
2: I can't argue with that. There's yeah, not a lot yeah. of excitement with, uh, with Teddy. Um, no sizzle there. If you bring in Teddy, it's because you have other plans that, I mean, it's just, he <laughs> yeah. He, he he's there just to kind of you know take up uh, space and uh, you know hold down for uh, a few games. Uh, that that's really his only purpose.
0: Yeah, I, I I'm a. Teddy fan <laughs> he can't too, even get excited has... about arguing
1: about him. He can't even crap on him properly. <laughs> I know. He's so he's so uninspired by that. I li- he's just. <laughs> Do you want to take like a nap Teddy. or something? To come like back to this
0: later. Personality. <laughs> I just. Eric's right. There's nothing to get excited about with uh, Teddy Bridgewater signing. And you're almost, like you said, saying, okay, well, Teddy, you're on the clock. You got about three games to our rookie, figures out That's enough it. of the plays for him to come in the game. And at that point, why are you even signing him? Just start Heineke at that point. You know what I mean? Teddy, would you there's no purpose with Teddy. Uh,
2: I mean, as a backup, would you feel more comfortable with Teddy or Taylor Heineke? I'd feel more comfortable with Teddy as a backup. I, I mean, Heineke's fine I as a backup. I would feel more
0: comfortable – no, but it's that factor we talked about, though, where with Heineke, uh, you have some fans still believing he can be a starter. With Teddy, right. nobody's making that mistake if you start to. You know, rookie, you'll have so Teddy will have I would feel a, more exactly. comfortable. there will be exactly.
1: a Teddy contingent yeah. led by one, uh, Brian, uh, right in front of us. <laughs> <Brian> <laughs> it Thomas, just a <laughs> He's a Teddy contingent. It'd be stomping for him.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But that way you could make uh, Taylor Heineke inactive every game. Uh, Teddy could be your backup. and there's no noise it's all malik willis it's all kenny pickett it's all corral whoever he is is on your
1: roster he is there's going to be buzz around him whether he's active or not he's gonna he's gonna have
0: the hive is still there i don't know why you're not at this point but yeah you're not making heineke your third quarterback on the bench you're gonna cut heineke at that point he's not gonna be your third qb it, I mean, he's, he's not he's a, gonna trade him for a second round
2: pick. guy. This is not like a guy who's got stature in the league. It's Taylor Heineke. He's undrafted. I mean, it's not like teams will be beaten down his door if we do cut him. I'm he's sure he'll get a job in the DMV. Yeah. You know, we
1: love us a backup quarterback here. Can you imagine? Can you imagine having <laughs> mm-hmm. to argue over who should be the backup between Heineke and Bridgewater? How far will we have fallen as a fan base if we're <laughs> arguing about who should be backing up Malik Willis? Not that he's my guy on drafting, but not who should be backing up whatever rookie we start. It should it be Heineke. It's like, oh, we should have had Heineke as the backup this week, you know. Uh horrible. We definitely don't want to be there. Um by week six. Absolutely. All right, Ellie, who's your guy? All right. Uh
0: my guy. Um, I'm gonna go with Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston, he just <laughs> yeah. makes the most sense. I mean, he's he's going back to New Orleans, and I know that. But for the purpose of this argument, um, he just, to me, he makes the most sense. You know, I, there's he's the best quarterback that's a free agent that's out there. He's done the most. He's had the most success throwing the football, and he's young, and he seemed to be getting better last year. So my guy is Jameis Winston. Go ahead and pummel me. It's okay. I can take it.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you're if you're bringing in a Jameis Winston, if you're bringing in a free agent quarterback, we I think we all three agree it's most likely as a bridge for whatever quarterback we draft. No. So if you're bringing in a bridge yes. quarterback, why is it somebody who shredded his knee in on Halloween and may not even be 100% for week one, if he's going to be a bridge and he might not even be able to start week one with with an ACL injury. I just don't see it. And he also threw 30 interceptions in a season. Um, when he was not playing structured football. And again, when you when you saw him with the Saints last year, he was efficient, but he was, by limiting his interceptions, you also took away what he did well as a passer, which he's a gunslinger by nature. Um, and I, by reigning in the interceptions, you made him, he was almost too cautious of a player. He was very robotic at quarterback last year. I don't think he's going to have that same structure here. And I think he'll be back to the Jameis of Tampa and he'll be, he'll be rexing it up in here. So I'm going to say no to Jameis.
2: Yeah, uh, I I definitely agree. Jameis is the much more accomplished passer out of all of these guys here that uh, that we're talking about. These mid tier vets, uh, he can push the ball down the field, make throws, put up some points. But uh, if you, even if you just go back to last season with the Saints, Sean Payton was so structured in how he called these plays for. Um, Jameis uh, in terms of trying to cut out some of his decision making and just say, hey, here's what I need you to do. Do not deviate. So he could get some of those numbers. He's not going to have that here. I mean, if we had somebody on the level of uh, a Sean Payton in terms of offense uh, coordinator, play caller, then I, I, I may say, yeah, absolutely. uh, We could probably do this. But Scott Turner is going to give him all kinds of freedom. And that's not something I want to see uh, with Jamin because he will throw it all over and then he will throw it to the other team. And that's not, we're not good enough to overcome that, unfortunately. Our defense isn't good enough and we don't um, utilize our run game enough, uh, unfortunately, to uh, overcome. Uh, a lot of turnovers and be sloppy like that with the football. So I would say no. And then also again, uh, Ellie, you mentioned it. He is still pretty young and I don't want this coaching staff thinking, Hey, we're, we're the team to fix them. We're the guys to fix them. So let's not draft a quarterback. Let's focus on Jameis for the next year or two. Like we, we got to start building. We can't keep kicking the can down the road. We've got to have somebody to, uh, to believe in. And I just don't think that it's Jameis Winston.
0: Better than your guys. Uh, But look, (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's all agree it's, it's very likely not going to be a free agent quarterback. I mean, let's be real. There's nothing out there worth resetting your franchise to get or, you know, it just it's not there. So most likely this is going to be if we do something outside of the draft, it's going to be a trade of some form or fashion. So, Eric, tell us who that guy is via trade. Yeah,
1: so I actually think it's more likely that we're going to sign a free agent quarterback than execute the trade because, um, despite what Ron says, I don't think he sees a destination yet. But uh, I'm swinging for the fences and going all in on Russell Wilson. Still, uh, I know Pete Carroll came out this week and said we have no intention of trading Russell Wilson in Seattle. Said or Russell said I'm in Seattle right now, so I like it. Uh, neither of those are very. If you 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 kind of dissect those statements neither of them are saying he's not available neither of them saying is i want to be here forever he's russell said i'm in seattle right now and i like it and uh you know saying you have no intention of trading somebody doesn't mean i'm not trading if you look at what pete carroll said last year he said we're not trading russell wilson so we're not trading him in we have no intention of trading him or two different things so washington needs to put a package together and go all in on russell wilson we need to send picks and players and we need to go get that guy. and make it happen because that uh, that's the way to go I don't think Aaron Rodgers there's zero chance Aaron Rodgers is coming here Deshaun Watson I have a feeling they're going to be in on uh, the discussion if everything gets cleared up with him I don't think it's the best move for this franchise not that I don't love him as a quarterback and I would you know all if you know everything was equal I would take Watson over Wilson at this point in their careers but uh, everything is not equal and we have a horrible reputation for the same type of thing Deshaun Watson is accused of so I'm, I'm out on him and I might be destroying your guys' trade, so I apologize before you even announce them. But, yeah, I'm going all in on Russell Wilson. He's my trade. He's my primary target. He's
2: plan A this offseason for me. Yeah, um, I like that because that's the same one I'm going to pick. But yeah. he I mean, he makes too much sense. He's still in his prime. He's a hard worker. He keeps himself in shape. He wants to play. He has the drive. He has the uh, the background. Uh, can we pull off the trade? That's the hard part. But, uh, no, I, I I can't really find anything wrong with that. He is worthy of, you know, putting together a big deal and sending it to Seattle. So, absolutely.
0: Um. All right. I'll be the uh, protagonist here. I guess the antagonist here. Antagonist. I'm the protagonist. Yes. Everybody yes. likes me. My apologies. <laughs> antagonist. Um. Look, Russell Wilson is the ideal situation for us, but. Good things don't happen to us. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, 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 this is cannot, I cannot fathom. We're gonna end up with Trubisky. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and we're yeah. gonna trade for him somehow. But look, yeah. um, I I would love it. He's gonna need a new deal, or he'd want a new deal with a lot more money mm-hmm. in addition to the draft picks that we gave up. And I don't doesn't it seem like the the price is going up? If, if Deshaun Watson's folks are asking for three ones, two players, and some more stuff, what is Seattle going to want for Russell Wilson? And that, my friends, is very scary to me. You know, our four, four, four first-round picks is a lot. Is a lot. I, what's Ron got to lose? He might not be here if he doesn't get Russell Wilson. So he's like, <laughs> sure. You want our next four drafts? Take them. I just it's a lot to ask. And I like Russell Wilson. I would love it if he were our quarterback. It just seems to be too good to be true. That's my only argument. The only thing
2: I'll say, um, you know, negative for, you know, one of these big name guys, uh, Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers is these weren't ever really realistic trades right? Like the only way these trades, uh, for Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers come about because they're both still under contract, right? These aren't guys, uh, um, these aren't free agents. They're still under contract is if these two publicly, or they go to their front office and say, trade me now, I'm not going to play another snap for you ever again. Neither of these guys have said that, uh, you know, cause they want to be the good guy in the media, uh, and the team has no reason to trade any of them because they're excellent quarterbacks and there's not any, you know, uh, other quarterbacks who are legitimately better than them right now at this point. And, you know, uh, if there are, they're on another team and their names like Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen or somebody like that. Um, so it, it makes this, you know, kind of a fool's errand to uh, to even talk about, because these these trades are so difficult. It's going to take something crazy, something that, you know, everybody in the league is going to be like, what they did, what and they gave up who? to get uh, Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't think there's anything that it could offer to do it. But, you know, you, you still got to try, I guess, um, if you if you want that type
0: of quarterback. Yeah, I, I, like I said, too good to be true. So I'm going to dial it back from a unicorn trade to something that's, you know, a reindeer maybe. <laughs> it might be a little <laughs> more realistic. And you know what? Eric was on board this wagon all off season last year. Oh, I know who you're going with. I'm down with too. I'm good. <laughs> See, I need like this. I know you. You said with last it. year this quarterback was going to be our starter this coming season, and when we played this team this year, I was just fascinated with how this individual was able to play the quarterback position so effectively. He just looked like he was miles beyond what we had in Washington. that individual's name is, one, Matthew Ryan with the Atlanta Falcons, okay? Is he towards the end of his career? Yes. Can he play two or three more years of high-level football? Absolutely. And he's not going to cost you what Russell Wilson or Deshaun Watson will cost you, right? Um, He'll cost you some, but Atlanta wants to get younger, right? They need picks. They need to improve all over the field. I don't mind bringing Matt Ryan in. I don't mind giving a little bit more money to be our quarterback. This is like such Brad Johnson 2.0. You know what I'm saying? But a little <laughs> bit better because He's better Matt than Ryan, Brad Johnson. Yes, it's way better than Brad Johnson. This could work. You make Terry McLaurin happy, right? Because he now has a quarterback that that he that's going to get him the ball. I mean, Matt Ryan pounded the ball to Julio Jones for 18 years or however long they were in the league together. He's a legit starter. He can run an NFL offense. He's what Scott Turner wants. This is this is gonna happen. Argue with me. Go ahead.
2: Is the is the is the Atlanta Falcons roster worse the same or better than our roster?
0: Offensively, it's worse.
2: Well,
1: skill position, I think they're probably a little better off. I think offensive line wise, they're not as good.
0: Which overall, overall, like it,
2: overall, as a as a team, like is he stepping into a similar situation in Atlanta or a better one? Because if it's if it's similar, what's he going to do here? Like it, it, he's not going to come here and all of a sudden, you know, fourteen and three or something like that. Like he's going to do what he did in Atlanta, which is yeah, he's going to play well, but ultimately we're still going to be a pretty awful. Matt Ryan one of,
1: is the most underrated quarterback yeah, in the NFL. I'm gonna say it straight up. He is does not. He gets way too much hate for somebody who's as good as he is. Yes, or de- definitely doesn't get the love. But people love to poo poo on him. I don't know why. He is excellent. He is so efficient. He's he's not a he's not a big arm guy. Um, he's not mobile, but he is really really good at what he does. And what he does is carve up defenses. Yep. He is a master at it. I have no problem. The only the only downside to that. Um, and I think you can work around this, but new deal. Cause that dude's got like a $48 million cap hit this year. And I don't yeah. know how much of that Atlanta would have to eat probably half of it. They would have to eat it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm completely okay with, with a Matt Ryan deal. I just, you know, if he's, if he's available and you can't get Russell Wilson, I don't see why you don't go
0: after Matt Ryan. I'm cool with that. What does Eric always say? And I mean you, Eric. Not my money. What do we care? for? No, <laughs> nah, it's just
1: that's a that's a big habit. You you do want to have a you know be able to put people around him, but uh it is also a one year cap hit. But yeah, you're right, it's not my money. I don't care.
0: I mean um, and my, like I said, the cap is make a it, myth. Like, make five it make it wins work.
2: better. Does he make us five what? wins better? Three wins, four wins, five wins better. I mean four yeah. wins,
0: four wins over last year, easily
1: what? with not Ryan. Are you kidding me? He is yeah, he makes every he makes mm-hmm. this offense much, much better. I don't see how you yeah, I don't know. I'm I not watching Brian. Team.
2: We're we're in eleven. I I'm not you're saying 10, he's 11, bad. I'm not saying yes. he's bad, but our, our team overall isn't much different how many games did we uh, lose because
1: house? of bad quarterback play last year.
2: I mean average to bad quarterback is as Medi as the the bad Green Bay, Denver. We have? I don't Green I mean, I Bay Denver lifting us uh to uh to eleven wins.
0: Brian man you're you're yeah. missing Ooh. so look bad quarterback play. Makes your defense worse. It makes your special teams worse. It makes everything you do on the football field worse. You're not controlling the clock. You're not controlling the ball. You're not resting your defense. You're not giving your pass rushers time to recoup. You're you're putting your 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 defense in bad situations in terms of field position. You're turning the ball over. The the Dallas game alone, the both Dallas, yeah, the, Dallas guys,
1: game, the first Dallas game especially.
0: Yeah, dude. I'm telling you, man. That's that's. It, it, you don't. I, th- I think you're really selling short how much a Matt Ryan could improve. How quickly he gets do. rid
1: of the ball, he would have shredded Dallas with our offense last year, yep. just based on how quickly he gets rid of the ball. Because the biggest problem we had in that game, and the pressure was crazy in that first game, and I'll give it especially in the first half, like Michael Parsons was everywhere. But Matt Ryan can beat that with a quick release. He gets rid of the ball quickly. He knows exactly yep. where to go with it. Yep. Um, and you saw that, in, and it's not like learning a new offense is a thing, because he was in year one of that Arthur Smith offense, and he was shredding us. Uh, yeah, I love Matt Ryan. Uh, he's if Russell's he my plan A, Matt can be my plan B.
2: He can play, all, but I mean, I love Matt Ryan. He I had that same quick release last year, and I they want to make like, babies they, with it. They won For eight that, games, seven games, nine games. I, I I I don't think you can use the argument of uh, oh, we, we won seven games here. Like next year's a whole entire, you know, entirely new season. Like, yeah, you won, start
1: zero and zero. So, yeah. you, how much better position will you be in with a better quarterback than what you had last From the year? Jump.
0: No. Yes.
1: Wins above replacement. I absolutely think it. I have a. I may have a giant man crush on Matt Ryan. By the way. Just-
0: <laughs> listen and listen to this. He makes Antonio Gibson better because there's less guys in the box. Teams were daring Heineke to throw last year. Do you remember this? Yes. The, the secondary was just sitting back, chilling, like, "Oh, he's going to throw us the ball. We're just going to." I mean, shoot the New Orleans game. That's that's a dub with yep. Matt Ryan. The Denver game is a dub with Matt Ryan. Green the, Bay. The Green Bay, dub with Matt Ryan. Dallas, at least one of those is a dub with Matt Ryan.
1: That first Philly game, if he didn't have COVID?
0: What? The second Philly game. The second Philly game?
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah, we, we we have a lot more wins with Matt Ryan last year. Come on, man. And we'll have wins with him next year. Wow. I yes, mean, he, he
2: can't get those wins in
1: Atlanta, but he's going to get them here. All right. I got it. I got it. I got a number two jersey right. under my shirt here. I'm not going to show it. <laughs> it's actually painted on my chest. Just a tattoo. <laughs> I do love me some Matt Ryan. Yeah. I, I think he's I just think he's way underrated. I don't think, you know, when you talk about talk about top quarterbacks in the league, I don't think he gets enough love. He's excellent.
0: I'm I'm so with it. If they make that move, I will buy a jersey. And I don't even wear jerseys <laughs> like that. I will buy a Matt Ryan jersey.
1: Diami's giving up that number 2 though. Instantly. Oh
0: yeah, yep. that's right. I will arm wrestle him for it. All right. Anyway, so the last phase of improving the quarterback position is the draft. And, uh, you know, there's there's a guys in this draft. And, Eric, I'm sure you have your favorite. If we go the draft route, who's it going to be?
1: Yeah, I'm going to go as much as I like Malik Willis. I'm going to go Kenny Pickett yeah. because I think he's more plug and play. I think he's more NFL ready than Malik Willis is. I think Malik Willis has a much higher ceiling, but I don't think with the team built as it is, I don't think you can wait around for him. Uh, to develop. So, uh, you know, five years down the road, you can look back and say you probably should have took him. But I think for the short term and for, you know, Ron's career sake, especially if you're picking up a free agent guy, you're, you're, you're going to draft somebody to get in the game. I think Kenny Pickett is probably the most pro ready of the current draft quarterbacks. Sam Howell also I, I could see, but I don't know that he's a worth number 11. So if you trade back, maybe him. But at, at 11, if he's there, Kenny Pickett is my draft pick.
0: I don't want yeah. Kenny
2: Pickett.
1: With <laughs> little baby hands, I know.
2: Hey, the same size as Michael Vicks, apparently. Both eight and a half, uh, eight and a half inch hands. There you go, eight but and a half. That's not so bad. I, I agree on Kenny Pickett. I think um that, that would be my pick as well. If he's there, if I had the choice between the two, then I would go pick it. If Malik's there, then I pick uh Malik. My only problem is uh again, it it goes to the coaching staff. I think Ron would probably favor Malik, um, but Scott Turner, I don't think, uh, would know how to utilize uh, Malik. Um, I mean, we had Taylor Heineke, who is a mobile quarterback. Taylor Heineke can run. He's actually pretty fast. And we saw no movement um, with this off-mits. There was no no bootlegs. There were no designed runs uh, for the quarterback. It was stale. It was stagnant. It was just straight drop back. Um, That's something that Kenny Pickett does, and he does well, and he can thrive in that. And we need uh, somebody right from the start. Um, Eric said it, pro-ready. He played in a pro-style offense. He's familiar with all of these concepts that he's going to be running here. And again, his style fits Scott Turner. And to me, it is about fit, who you have. Because Scott Turner's not going anywhere. As much as we may like it or as much as I may want it, he's not going anywhere. And I think the fit uh would be best with Kenny Pickett. I could see Malik struggling here just because Scott Turner wouldn't do some of the things that Malik does really well. Again, I, I mean, when have we seen the pocket moved here in these uh past two seasons? Once, twice, uh, if that. Um, so uh Kenny Pickett, I think, would be the guy um uh that we need to uh to start the commander's uh, era off the right way.
0: Yeah. Sign me up for Teddy Bridgewater. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Listen. All right. So the small hands we talked about eight and a half inches. It smells Michael like Vick. cabbage. <laughs> this guy the is. No, fans get that reference. No Michael Vick. Okay. Michael Vick was elusive in the pocket. Kenny Pickett had twenty six fumbles in college. Twenty six guys. That's that's bad. <laughs> that's really bad.
2: And to no, his credit, man. though the most of those were early in his career. This last year, he brought those uh up down. Each year, he brought those down. So
0: he did he, get better at it. Twenty six fumbles. I don't care what he did with it. He, he, they're there. He uh look, he's okay. I, th- I you know his ceiling to me, he's one of those lower ceiling guys too. You Matt know. Ryan. You know <laughs> stop playing! Stop playing! My, it's hey, Matt they, Ryan, right? It's Matt Ryan. No, uh, Matt Ryan's got big hands. No. <laughs> <laughs> the The comp for Kenny Pickett, I have to find this again, but it was something pretty low. I, re, uh, you know, from what I recall, I don't, I don't, I don't subscribe. I Derek to the Carr. I think a it lot was, of
1: people are saying Derek Carr. I'll yeah, take that. Was,
0: Okay, okay, maybe that's that's his ceiling. That's yeah. it's like can borderline line
1: top ten. Yeah,
0: it's not where he will likely be yeah. most quarterbacks don't get to their ceiling remember that so you're looking at Derek Carr, but you're going to settle for rex grossman or something crappy like that. Ooh. i don't look i'm so over going for guys who are mid-tier you know and if they reach their full potential they might be the bottom floor of the top tier if you're not going all in to be elite why bother at this point do you know what i'm saying Wait till next draft if that's where you're going to be. I don't think Kenny Pickett's that dude, man. I really don't. I'd go Malik Willis simply for the fact that, number one, he's got a cannon. Number two, he's elusive. Number three, he can throw on the run. You mentioned Heineke. When Heineke started running, that that play was over in terms of throwing the ball, especially when he went left. You knew what time it was. All I All I'm saying is, let's get the guy with the highest ceiling for once in our life, right? Let's look at this. In In 2012, there were a couple quarterbacks that came out. You had your your Andrew Lux, which you knew that guy was going to be a Hall of Famer, right, if he worked out. We took the guy who had the higher ceiling and Robert Griffin III. Robert Griffin III won Rookie of the Year that year, correct? So, like, at the time in 2012 when he was fully healthy and everything was churning and burning, nobody was upset that we didn't have Andrew Luck in D.C. You know what I mean? We had the guy that was going to create the most exciting brand of football. We had the guy that was the best, the better player of the two. Andrew Luck was was good. RG3 was magical. I want to try for magic. I don't want a guy that can develop in a good. Give me magic. That's Malik Willis. And if he doesn't work out, try again in a couple years. I don't care anymore. I'm so tired of middle tier being our standard or our ceiling that we want here because it's safe. Throw that out the window. I like Malik Willis. He's a good dude. He's a good leader. He has a huge arm. He's mobile. And yes, you can play him day one. You know why? Because mobile quarterbacks play a lot sooner than non-mobile. Look at me. I'm tripping over Malik Willis. Mobile quarterbacks play sooner in the NFL than non-mobile quarterbacks in today's NFL because you build offenses around them. Can Scott Turner do it? He better. He better. If Ron signs off on Malik Willis, I promise you Scott Turner is going to build an offense around him or Scott Turner ain't going to be here because this is this is Ron Rivera putting his stamp on the future of this franchise he will make it happen give me Malik Willis all day over any other guy at the quarterback position in this draft
1: well you said it yourself earlier good things don't happen to us so you're (laughs) drafting you're drafting for potential that's never going to get realized with this team Um, and I love Malik Willis as a quarterback and I think in the right situation he's going to be an excellent player, but I don't think DC is the right situation for him. Cause I just, I agree with Brian. I don't think the, I don't think Scott Turner's got the offensive chops to put something around him. That's going to accentuate his strengths and, you know, minimize his weaknesses uh, from day one. And I, I don't see it working for Malik Willis here. I think it's a draft bust. If he, he, he come, if he comes here, I think he has tons of potential. I agree with you there. Um, but he needs to go someplace where it's going to work out for him. And it, I don't think it'll
2: work out for him in DC. Just think about what Harbaugh did in Baltimore when they drafted um, when they drafted Lamar. Harbaugh went and changed his whole offense. He 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 got the offensive coordinator and said, "We're scrapping everything we'd done. How many ever years prior? Like we're not doing that ever again. We're doing what this guy can do, and then we're going to expand on that." I I just can't see Scott Turner being like, "Yeah, I'll change from the eight plays that I have." and the play that inside handoff run out of shotgun and changing that like if um if he had that type of thinking or mindset then then maybe yeah um let's go malik but i just think it being a disaster cuz scott turner scott turner wants his offense to shine not the players like he wants his play to shine not terry like uh, i mean we see it <laughs> we see it when we watch these games so
0: if if ron rivera puts his signature on drafting Malik Willis, you better believe Scott Turner is going to change that offense to make Malik Willis successful. He will not have a choice. I promise you, Scott Turner is not just going to let Malik Willis come in and fail. If, it, if Malik Willis was somebody else's draft pick and Ron Rivera just got here, Ala Haskins, I could see that. Not with the guy that that Turner, I'm, excuse me, uh, Rivera says we got to pick. You know I don't know, name? man.
1: Now, because, I mean, you saw it last year. Ron put his foot down in the bye week and said, you're running the ball and we're going to have success running the ball, stopping yeah. the run, and minimizing mistakes. And that lasted four weeks. And then Scott Turner was back to throwing it all over the place. Yeah. So, you know, I, I agree the intention will be there, but I think Scott's going to Scott. And at some point <laughs> he's just going to go back and start chucking the ball all over the place and not really caring that Malik Willis is, you know, a learning rookie. Um, you know, Willis has – All of the potential in the world. He's a potential. He could be the best quarterback coming out of here. Um, But he does struggle with a lot of things right now. And he's not ready to just drop back and throw the ball 30 times. And I think there's going to be times where Scott just does that because he's just being Scott and he's going to start You know, Chuck. You know, dropping back, throwing deep outs to his left with Willis. You know, hasn't done great in his career. Um, and he, ha- you know, it's a skill he's got to learn. I don't think he's going to have the patience to do it. I don't think Maliz- Malik Willis will work out in DC. I love him as a quarterback, and if he was, you know, if it was a different situation, yes, I, I prefer him to Kenny Pickett. But I think for this specific situation, I don't think he's going to work here. I just don't think he's ready to play at the level that this team needs him, and with how he's going to be used.
2: Ellie, I got a, I got a scenario for you that gets you Malik Willis. Ron drafts Malik Willis. Uh, It goes miserably this year. Uh, It's awful, awful. Ron's fired. Byron Leftwich, Malik Willis come in and they tear it up. That's, I mean, somebody forward thinking, I think could, uh, could do it. But I don't, I just, it's, it's tough with, uh, with Scott. But I could see that. I could see Malik and uh, Byron Leftwich being. I don't know. Was
1: Byron really forward thinking? He had Tom Brady. I mean, he was a good – he was – you know, he's never succeeded with a mobile quarterback from I can tell. He had Jameis and he had Brady. Who did he have before that? I mean, he had – was he there with Fitzpatrick was there? I don't remember when he came in. But, <clears throat> uh-huh. and you know, in Arizona, what do you have, Carson Palmer? Um, yeah. So, he's seems to have a type for his system. So, I don't know that, that Byron – I see where you're going with it. I don't think Byron's that guy. Um, Byron seems to have a guy that he likes to – or I don't think he's had the opportunity to coach somebody like Malik. So I don't know if that's there or not, but like, uh, it's fair. What's his name? Uh, somebody from Baltimore comes in, then you got, then you're in business. Whoever the Baltimore offensive coordinator is now. I don't know who that is, but he comes to DC as the new head coach. Then sure. No. Yeah. Well, wow. but we have to have a, 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 0 and 17 year next year. The league will run the show.
0: No. Okay. Nah, he'll be
1: sitting behind Matt Ryan. It's all good. <laughs>
0: I love it, man. All right. So we, we gave you guys our thoughts on who the next quarterback will be in each of those scenarios. Tell us what you guys think in the comments. Um, Let us know your thoughts because we like to read those. We have a good time reading them. We discuss them amongst ourselves in here as well. And uh, I tell you what, I got just a couple of trivia questions for you guys related to the draft. Oh, I got um, one before
2: you start trivia.
0: Yeah, what do you got? What
2: um, We had uh, Pete Hainer retire and uh tight ends coach we got juan Castillo. what do you guys think about uh uh that uh that move and then no other moves no other hires we we promoted some uh, quality control coaches that's it no no additions to a uh, struggling football team surprised Sam
1: mills is still around I thought yeah. he'd be the one yes. to, to get yes. his walking papers because I think from yes. what i i heard the defensive line wasn't a big fan of his but You know, I guess uh, Ron and Jack like him. Yeah. Juan Castillo, I have no opinion on. I know that that's the guy that Andy Reid made the defensive coordinator like out of nowhere one year. He was like the offensive line coach or something. And then like Andy Reid was like, he's my new defensive coordinator. And that (laughs) ended up with Reid getting fired. Yeah.
0: So we'll see how he goes. We did a great job with with the tight ends. We did not promote a bunch of guys we promoted the del rio and the rivera family that's who we promoted
1: yeah but it's not like yeah i saw that and everybody was crying about nepotism but like i mean like rivera was just like his nephew or something like that he was a quality control coach for like five years that man was he was mopping floors for five years now he gets to wash lettuce like that's not (laughs) soon he will be on fries a year or two, hard. he makes assistant manager. That's when the big bucks start rolling in. <laughs> Y'all don't get that reference, I guess. Somebody on Twitter will.
0: There you go. All right, trivia. Need and then we're you gonna guys to
1: watch it. more movies. That's what i That's that's the whole point of this. I
0: need you guys. We to will watch certainly more. do that. It's coming because to
2: America. Movie podcast coming out soon. <laughs> I know. I got. I have some thoughts on Batman.
0: <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. You know what? Let's skip trivia. Give the folks your opinion on Batman, Eric. The new Batman movie, without spoiling it.
1: Um. Yeah. Go see it. It's awesome. Fantastic. So different than the other Batman movies. Uh, Robert Pattinson. Say what you will about him. Uh, I, I never saw Twilight. I don't know, but he's really good in this movie. So go see the the new Batman. Uh, and you can hate on me in the comments because I don't read them. Uh, so feel free. Blow. You know. Uh, absolutely it- great movie though fantastic movie i can't recommend it highly enough
2: oh, nice is uh and i
1: just saw it like an hour ago so i'm still on the on the high so my opinion mate may soften a little bit later on but right now it's 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 it was great loved
2: it they set it up for a sequel
1: oh absolutely they teased uh a new villain right at the end um yeah
2: and Definitely the villain the villain in
1: this one's the penguin right well the penguin is in it uh Don't not to spoil it. too much oh. the main villain is Riddler. the Riddler. He's a Riddler and he's not the cheesy Frank Gorshin Riddler from the Batman. He's a, or the Jim Carrey, like nonsense. He's a really good, a really good Batman uh, villain for this type of movie. Uh, It is outstanding. I cannot recommend it highly enough. And I'm the one that drops all the movie lines in this podcast. So, you know, I know what I'm talking about, right? (laughs) Sold. Let's go.
0: He says it's better than the dark night. i I did I, so that's again,
1: that's I just saw it like two hours ago. So I'm on the high right now, so I may revise my opinion. I reserve the right to to go back and rethink it uh, later on. but like I just saw the movie, and i I really enjoyed the movie. It's very it's a very different tone. The Bruce Wayne is completely different, very believable. Uh, I thought Robert Pattinson did a good job. There's like a weird Colin Farrell appearance in there that like you don't even notice. Uh, until way into the movie. It's awesome. Uh, Go see the movie. Tell me about it. I will sign on to Twitter this week just to read your comments about what I think of this movie. You can make fun (laughs) of me all you want. And I will even respond to people.
2: Does it tie (laughs) into the uh, Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie? No, not at all. I really like that one.
1: I really like Not even a little bit. I enjoyed that too. Um, That's apparently a red flag movie though. Did you know that? Like if you're a big fan of that movie, people think you're a psychopath. It's like one of those movies like like Taxi Driver and like, uh, what's that one? Uh, Fight Club, where people are like, Oh, you must be one of those.
2: Yeah, uh,
1: yes, that's a red flag movie, but so you can't say you like that out loud. But no, I didn't, en- so, I did enjoy it.
2: So, what you're saying is we should be asking the quarterbacks at the combine if they've seen that movie, and then we, yes. we know we can cross them off the list. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Kenny Pickett looks like he's seen Fight Club a few times.
0: <laughs> All right, uh, fellas,
2: it's, it's over for them.
0: Listen, uh, Like, subscribe, comment, come kick it with us. We appreciate everybody. We all want the best for this franchise at the quarterback position. Man, we'll see what happens. It's getting close, guys. We are out of here.